Oh, wig. It's hot local singles. Hot. Oh, Wig, your favorite gays are back. Yeah, the reunion of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the catch-up. I was thinking, what should we title? I was before we, we called each other, I was like, okay, think of a title one. Um, and then I opened the fridge and I saw ketchup. I was like, oh, the catch-up. And in my the head, it was so genius because we're catching up. Uh, but I don't think it's genius in reality. We'll work on that, yeah. Yeah. Yet another thing to workshop. <laughs> I know. But it is a catch-up episode. Yeah. I guess, right? How long has it been? When was I the last one know. published? Let me check. It's got to be two months. It's oh, be more than months, that, right? It's good, yeah. Because wow. we we recorded when you were here, which was late July. And I'm pretty sure we recorded again after I went to Colombia, which must have been like early September. But I think that was it. I think that was Fuck. the last time. I know. I mean, I would say a lot of culture has happened, but like, has it? Both yes and no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Should we start by discussing maybe... And very heartfelt. Why did we stop? To the listener who's probably confused. <laughs> Why did we stop? Because I'm also pretty sure that last time we recorded, we did our classic thing when we're like, oh, for sure we're going to start recording like every week now. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. We do do that. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I moved. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm literally back in Toronto now, but I moved to London. That took a minute. Yeah. I think that was like the the trigger or like the the the, the 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 yeah the instigating thing of why we stopped is because you moved you were busy for a month. Yeah, trigger warning. I moved to London, England. <laughs> <laughs> that triggered all of us. Yeah. yeah, we all had to just stop, take a moment, <laughs> reset. Yeah, I don't know. And then it just didn't start again, did it? But yeah. I've missed it. I mean, I've missed talking about music. I, in some ways, haven't listened to music since. Same. Well, I miss it. I'll be honest. I miss it and I don't. There's things about it that I think made us both stop, which was just like, I guess, like fatigue with it. Right. With like the take industrial complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On like decreasingly interesting music and culture is what I felt like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to like, today I was listening to the Doja Cat album and the Lil Nas X album and I was like, wow, yeah. There really was nothing going on. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. you know, those are both cute albums in their own ways, but... Um, yeah, yeah. I actually like the Dojas as a cute album, but yeah. they are supposed to be like the biggest of the year, right? Not supposed. I think they are in number. So many of the year-end lists uh, have the Lil Nas X album on it, but that mm -hmm. is just... That album is nothing to me. I prefer the Doja one as well. And I do, Absolutely. I do compare them because they both have Nicki Minaj references. <laughs> so... <laughs> They're from the same timeline. True. And they're both like supernatural, I'm, weirdly, too. Yeah, you're right. They are Nikki's uh, kids, both of them sort of influenced by. But you're right. I've seen I've seen that album everywhere. The, the, what's it called? Montero? I forget. Montero, yeah. Which is his first name, randomly. It's in every list. Oh, no way, really? That's yeah. also Latino to me? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he is Latinx. Maybe so. Lil Nas X. Oh, there you go. Oh, perf. <laughs> <laughs> we got distracted so yeah that's why we so, stopped yeah, recording i guess we just got bored i guess really yeah and yeah. also like now that well i don't want to say the l word <clears throat> lockdown yeah. but now that that's kind of happening it's a perfect time to uh stare it's directly at my computer screen and talk to juan so. <laughs> <laughs> well that was also it you were like literally in a new city the last thing you want to do is like trigger yourself with a 
the screen that you looked at for all of lockdown back in 2020. Yeah. And can I be honest with you? That mm. GMT EST time difference is deadly. Well, the it's I I do think that it's better for you, or like it's better to be ahead than to be behind of your friends. If that makes sense. You think it's you think it'd be worse if I was. Yeah, I guess, that, but the time difference wouldn't be like, it would be worse if, say, all of your friends were in London and you moved to Vancouver. Like, that would suck. Ugh. Because then you would have to wake up super early to, like, even say hi. Yeah, they'd be going to bed when you... Yeah. Oh, wait, I got confused. <laughs> I don't think we know. As always, time. time works. Time got me <laughs> fucked up, as always. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit more positive towards culture in this very moment, but... That's good. I don't think I have any reason to, why, to be honest. Why, oh, I was going to ask you, why do you feel... Why do you think you feel more positive? Um, I think it's because movies are coming out again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's Oscar season is what it is. There's a name for it, but yeah. Like, I mean, that said, the biggest movie ever right now is that new Spider-Man movie, which is essentially a cover of Spider-Verse. Like, they've covered themselves. A live-action cover of Spider-Verse. In some ways, culture has never been more retro. Spider-Verse, the cartoon, was good. Um, I've never seen Spider-Verse. This one is apparently good, too, but... I've heard I know this one has like all the um, spoiler alert has all the old Spider-Man. Exactly, yeah, which actually does sound freaking epic. I know, yeah. I wish I had Kirsten Dunst. That would be uh, honestly, that's a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. Did she really. like die or something in the movie? No, that's too sad. Oh, maybe. Did she? That might be. I know for sure. Um, Emma Roberts, no, not Roberts. Uh, Stone dies in her Spider-Man. Oh shit! But I don't know about Kirsten. Yeah, I think it's Aunt May who dies, right? Oh, like yeah, the yeah. uncle. I'm so the off. Uncle. The uncle, Un- yeah. The uncle dies and that's how why he becomes Spider-Man. Uncle Ben. Uncle of ben. rice yeah. fame. Uncle ben. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Famous like- rice maker. <laughs> so that means Spider-Man is a POC because I'm pretty sure Uncle Ben is a POC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, movies are giving me hope too. I agree with that. I went to see Benedetta last night. Oh, you did? Cool. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. It was, like, super soapy and trashy, but I enjoyed it. That's what I want. Yeah. And, yeah, I know, it feels like movies are actually coming out because for a year they just were not releasing anything because they were so scared of not making money. Yeah, they picked a hilarious weekend to uh, Mm -hmm. get the movie theaters (laughs) back up and running, but, yeah. I don't think they could have predicted. Uh, Yes, listen, we're recording on, like, December, what, 19, 20, I forget, and it's, like... Omicron is taking over North America as we speak. Yeah, nom nom. Nom (laughs) nom. (laughs) Pac-Man. Just some hard-hitting comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And commentary. And commentary. So, yeah. Anyway, London's been good. Back Mm -hmm. in Toronto now. I'm missing the closing of my new favorite club called The Cause. They are closing on New Year's Eve. They were going to have a big party. I'm guessing it's not going to happen anymore. But yeah, they're closing forever because it's an industrial area that it's in. Mm-hmm. Tottenham Hill. Tottenham mm-hmm. Hale. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sorry. And, uh, He's going to get bullied when he goes back to <laughs> And it's like, there's all these condos kind of popping up around this oh. indoor-outdoor club. That's so fucking fun to dance in. Mm-hmm. But um, the first of the condos are opening January 1st. So they're just like... From what I've heard, they're just like beating them to the punch and like understanding that they're going to get tons of noise complaints as soon as they open and just closing before that happens. So it's us. So they're kind of like giving up before they get kicked out? Before they get like, yeah, 
kind of in trouble. Yeah, that sucks. Just gentrification for you. Mm-hmm. So that was a good club. Inflation. What mm. else is happening? Inflammation. Oh my God, wait. The inflation's what? crazy, but the inflammation, let's talk about that. That's the real <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> That's the real pandemic. I'm Your talking ankle. My, exactly. My Ugh. foot. My whole 2021 was defined by inflammation of the foot, of the stomach. Mm. Um, of the stomach. <laughs> Fuck, you should go to a doctor for that. <laughs> yeah, a nutritionist. I, was, I still believe that the vaccine, it didn't cause my foot issues, but it, except, like, it made them worse. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I sound very, like, uh, anti-vax for it, but I just think, I mean, a lot of the vaccine side effects amongst the young men was, like, inflammation of the mm. heart, of um, a lot of things joints right and my pain started like three days before the vaccine and the day of the vaccine i went to bed and it was like throbbing my Oof. foot was throbbing yeah That's so i'm crazy. coming i'm coming forward with my truth that yep. the vaccine fucked me up that sucks yeah your yeah. ankle needs to give you a break because it's been do you have a full year yeah no it's been like six months but yeah okay That's a full do year you have any inflammation issues no well look at you no i don't what about inflation issues? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Josh is like taking out all this cash out of his mattress. Oh, you know what? Market. The savings account really stings, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, why am I not investing in stocks? I say that to myself every morning. Why am I not investing in stocks? So and then I remember that I don't know how to do that, so I don't move forward with it. I know how, but like, I also know I'm the one to get fucked over. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're the we're the kind of client that would get. Yeah, exactly. We're in, like, I feel like to make money, you have to be really rich. You have to fully be day trading. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like because even even if you work with an advisor, I feel like advisors are going to give you the last priority, or like stockbrokers or whatever, because you are poor. Not you specifically, but I mean, just like the average millennial who's not super rich. Yeah. Um. You are poor. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you, you are, are poor. poor. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, we just don't have insider info. Like we are yeah. not Congress people who know. Oh my God, um, tell me about it. Yeah. Who like know we what bills are about to fucking pass. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We don't know like ahead of time that uh, like Moderna is going to file a patent for a, th- a fucking fourth booster. So we don't know to invest in Moderna, although everyone should. Honestly, I think we know <laughs> to invest in Moderna at this point. <laughs> It's on us, really. You caught yeah, us tripping. Why didn't we? <laughs> we should have done Pfizer. Well, I mean, we talked about this as yeah. a group chat, you, me, and Andy. I think it was with GameStop. Mm. We, for a second, entertained the idea of collectively buying like a stock. A stock, yeah. But I mean, by the time we were talking about it, it was too late. And I, yeah. I'm always going to feel that way about pretty much everything in terms of <laughs> investing. By the time I hear about it, it's like over. No, yeah. And that's kind of what I meant. It's like we don't have enough insider info to actually ever make a lot of money off of it. Plus, like, those apps that we would be using, mm-hmm. like, they aren't on our side. Like, mm-hmm. they'll, like, freeze you out if there's too much activity. They'll, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, like, not really as instant as it seems. So the banks always win. Yeah, the banks always win, saying? and yet I'm losing tons of money every day. So. <laughs> what's, that, what's that saying about gambling? The house always wins? That's right. And we're standing outside of the house, looking in, freezing yeah. to death. Fucking cold out here. Yeah, it's fucking snowing in Montreal today. Freaking cold. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's been snowing all day. 
classic weather vibe check. <laughs> we need to know. We need to make sure that we know what our surroundings are because I didn't know it was snowing in Toronto. Oh, it is. Well, now you know. It's really important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listening. So, anyways. So, how was 2021 for you, Josh? If you had to describe it in just a few words. Oh, God. I honestly don't think it was that bad. Um, that's good. In some ways. I mean, you did move to London, which you had been planning for a few years. So, that's like a big achievement. That's huge. Yeah. That's a very confusing thing, though, to move at the time I did. It's like, I'm yeah. still getting used to the idea of it. Thank God for Twitter. Thank God for Daremid at Community Dildo. Oh, yeah. Randomly moved at the same time I did to London. So you have like a little bestie. A little bestie. One. But it just seems, yeah, it's just not enough, is it? It's just that year was yeah. not enough. No, because we all were, ex we were expecting it to be like the year where things go back to normal. Yeah. I think I had a good summer. Like, oh, yeah. You seem to have had a good summer. You I were going out. I just enjoyed. Yeah. I just enjoyed kind of being out. I don't know. Yeah. It was simple, but it was nice. Um, and like after so long of not seeing anyone. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? 2021. 2021 is probably the worst year of my life. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Worse than 2020. Um, yeah, for sure. Worse than 2020 by far. I think my second worst was like 2015. Mm. But that was just like a mental health issues. This year was like physical health issues and... Just like a feeling of stuck, of being stuck. Mm. I worked a lot, but I feel like I never, like I didn't lead anywhere. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's like the worst feeling you can have. Yeah, I did get paid for that work, so I shouldn't complain. But there was just something about it that I was working a job that I didn't like, and once I left the job, I was like, "Oh right, this experience is not really going to amount to anything because I'm mm. not looking to pursue a career in the theater, in like theater." Right. Yeah, you're not a theater kid. No, exactly. So that coupled with like, um, well, my foot issue was just like life altering. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because of, I feel like there's like already six episodes where I describe it. That's a lot. Yeah. That's like really hard, honestly. It was just annoying the timing too, because it was like right, literally the, the weekend when Montreal opened because we were locked down. And that, that's also it, like the first half of the year, I was literally in curfew. Like, I mean, all of Montreal mm -hmm. was. Yeah. We couldn't leave the that house That was night. crazy. Yeah. yeah. We didn't talk about that enough at the time, but. That was insane. No, yeah. It felt like normal. It felt like, like, it, it felt insane. valid. Yeah. It felt yeah, exactly. Valid. Yeah. But looking back, that was like what, January to May? Yeah, exactly that. Crazy. Fucked up. It's kind of fucked up how, like, what we allowed governments to do to us. We literally people. meaning, I would say Canadians. Yeah. Yeah. And like Australians, I was thinking too. Mm. But I mean, at the same time, Americans complained that their government did nothing. So I guess the grass is always greener. Yeah. It's been nice um, going to clubs and stuff, that's for sure. In London? Yeah. What's the attitude there? Are people just more relaxed? When I got there, yes. Like, clubs were mm. open and everything. Mm. Um, two weeks or something before before I left to come back to Toronto, masks were back on in the tube the and, tube. like, in stores and stuff. But mm. even that was, like, kind of 50 to 80%. Like, people still just didn't do it if they didn't want to. But that's huge because here, both metro and stores, you always have to be masked. Always. And people yeah. like abide by it. But um, yeah, I don't know what's been, I mean, like, I feel like everyone's saying this, but like in London right now, everyone I know has it. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's friends, everyone that you know has it. Like everyone got it last weekend is what yep. happened. It was literally um, last weekend here too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's been fun, but yeah, I feel like I really dodged a bullet. I don't really think... It's going to happen that bad here. I mean, whatever. Who knows? But 
London yeah. was really partying hard for a minute there. That's fun. I know like New York was too. Yeah, New York gave up pretty quick because I feel like everyone in New York just got it in like March of 2020. Mm. Whereas I think Canada was just the issue was that we were like half-assedly protecting people. And when you do that half-asset, like that, then it's, it just took so long. Yeah. It was just like drawn out for so long. And I think it was the same with Australia. I know Australia was even more strict than Canada at some point. Yeah. Because they had like one case, so they really wanted to not have two cases. Yeah. I can feel the energy draining, so I think we should change the subject. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like the air is leaving the room as we speak. <laughs> so 2021, a year that happened, a year that's about to end. A year that happened. Yes. Culture allegedly happened. Off the top yes. of your head, like what's the biggest cultural moment that happened Ooh. towards you this year? Can you think of anything? Towards me? <laughs> Without my permission? No. Yeah, honestly. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. By culture, you mean like anything, music, TV, movies? I do. And I can start mm-hmm. the conversation off because yeah. I remembered, I had this vision of Addison Ray dancing <laughs> on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> And I was like, when was that? Like the late 90s? I had to check. <laughs> and it was like... It was the 1960s. January or February or March of this year. So that did ultimately happen this year. I have such a vivid memory of that. Me too. The jeans. Her, the the jeans, way her legs exactly. were moving. <laughs> I remember The everything. arm movements that are happening there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy non-human, but... I know. Allow it. She's Literally. so Illuminati, it's insane. The way she moves, it's like, okay, you're a cyborg, we get it. The way she moves, the way she fell off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah, that was big. I mean, Addison, TikTok in general was huge this year. That's that's just objectively true, yeah. This like, is really true. I remember for a while, like, seeing a TikTok on Twitter was, like, novel, and now it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, that's, that's a video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember when COVID first happening, I, like, when I saw the uh, when I saw TikToks on Twitter, I, I was really annoyed. I was like, "Oh, why bring that shit here?" But now yeah. I'm like on TikTok more often than I'm on Twitter, even sometimes. Sometimes that's the other thing that happened this year culturally. Twitter fell off, sort of. What do you think about that? Because you fell off Twitter. I fell off the edge of Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I fully stopped. Was it because you got tired of it, or what was it that prompted you to quit Twitter in 2021? Honestly, in many ways, I just didn't have tweets in me anymore. Like I was, oh, true, true, yeah, same. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I was happy to not be on it. I would like check in, and it was like literally, it felt like opening a door to a room of people that were just always there. Which is like, there's something <laughs> nice about that, but yeah. I think I um, ultimately I've missed those people kind of, but I yeah. wasn't missing them at the time, and I like had so much newness in my life that I was like not interested, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was just like literally touching grass ultimately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you have stuff happening in your life, you don't really need to go. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I still tweet, but less. And I just feel like uh like um fatigue or like saturation, too much Twitter for the past year, obviously. Yeah. It's amazing so, how many like bad tweets you see and then like that's the topic of the day. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. No, exactly. And that's what became so annoying about it. It's like like there's no original content. Everyone's just tweeting about tweets they hate. Yeah. Whether they're making it political, whether they're making it, oh, this is so cringe. And then my least favorite genre of tweet nowadays is when people tweet, can people tweet stuff like, can we stop tweeting about this tweet? You know what I mean? yeah. Can we stop tweeting this meme? And I'm like, no, well, they just don't bring it up. Just don't. don't. I know. It's annoying. It's more annoying to say that to me, at least. 
Like literally, I, we've had this conversation at least a year ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's been this way for a while. Mm-hmm. I will say that I recently tweeted that Salomon should make a knee-high boot, and I think um, <laughs> there's some original content. So did it did it go viral? No. <laughs> oh, soon it will. I'd love some haters to quote tweet it for once. Some what? Haters. Oh, to quote tweet it haters. for once. Yeah. It's like no, actually, knee-high boots are. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you have no taste. Yeah. So that'd be hideous, and. <laughs> But that's that's it. I feel like I found that like you couldn't safely tweet anything. Like I for me it all clicked once I I once tweeted and I was making fun of this like basic gay on Twitter mm-hmm. and then everyone sort of piled on to defend him and I was like, "Oh, oh no." And then it clicked to me. It's like, "Oh, people now just respond hatefully just out of reflex right. even if they don't believe in who are the, they're defending or what they're defending or whatever." Yeah. And then I just now tweet like nonsense kind of because it's like it feels safer. To just tweet nonsense and like the random words. Like shit posting. I think that's actually yeah. a good and on- honestly funny way to tweet. But yeah, it's so addictive to be. Oh, wait, I just forgot the word. When you have the opposite opinion of the status quo. Oh, uh, contrarian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like absolutely rip roaringly hilarious to be that way. Yeah. It's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. And when you first discover it as a yeah. drug, it's like, yeah, oh, addictive. It's like, oh, it's so hard. good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so yeah, I am very yeah. that too. It's fun to um, go like multiple levels deep and for example, hate on you or like hating <laughs> on a basic gay guy. Hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, no one's safe ultimately. No one's safe, yeah. So that's two conclusions of 2021 is that TikTok is on the rise and Twitter is on the decline. Yeah, yeah. I will. I am back. I say that all the time, but yeah, I will. Yeah, you <laughs> this holiday season, I think I need Twitter to get through it. Like, I'm stuck in Toronto is suddenly what it feels like. Oh, yeah, but you chose to go back. I did. And I thought I was going to have a New Year's Eve here, and now I'm not. Why not? It's, like, canceled. Oh, you mean, like, a party? Yeah. Are you going to go back before New Year's Eve? No. No. No, it's going to end up being canceled in London, too. I know it. Yeah. Like, any no, day now. Here. Yeah. They canceled dancing here, much like... Falouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to complete it because you were the one who made the joke earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Darren told me that. Are you picking up a British inflection when you talk? You tell me. No, I don't think so. But even in Toronto for a bit, so. Honestly, like, I see Canadians. I meet up with Canadians. Not to brag. I meet up with Canadians all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, in, in London. And, like, hearing their accents is yeah. so humiliating i'm like yeah, yeah do you have no like cultural firmness like why are you so malleable like it's really embarrassing yeah they just like yeah, it's very spongy it's just like a it's a spongy culture i guess is what it is it's like it really is actually yeah multicultural in some obvious ways i'm just like don't you have anything to stand behind like not even your voice you know what i mean like but yeah because even like even like mainstream culture is just like a sponge of american culture right. i will say though I feel like I'm the kind of person who picks up accents really easily. I think I would be like Dorit if I moved to London. Right. Like I wouldn't, like my accent wouldn't change, but like my, yeah, like my intonation or like the way. It's the intonation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the way British people speak is like, like a different melody than, yeah. than the Canadian American accent. Yeah. Yeah. They're like auto-tuned. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they sound like. <laughs> yeah. Max Martin on the ones and twos. Just like turning the knob at the end of every <laughs> sentence. Like, 
No, that's it. Yeah, it always goes. I don't. I don't know. It's like they're singing a bit. Oh my god! I went to a Max Martin musical. The amount of culture Hello, I've seen this what? year is just. Yeah, you went to the theater. Eh? You went, I went to, to see the theater a, play. a few times. I saw a musical called The West End. Yeah, literally the West End, <laughs> the only West End, called And Juliet. So it's okay. like, as you can imagine, it's Romeo and Juliet, but with the Romeo. But yeah, Romeo like dies, and then Juliet actually doesn't kill herself. Oh, she girl bosses and stuff. So it's what? feminist. Yeah, it is <laughs> feminist. But it's a Max Martin musical. So every song no, in up. it is written by him. So it's like a lot of Backstreet Boys and Britney. Mm. Oh, but they use they use like his hits. It's all of the hits. Yeah. Okay, all good, of good. Max Martin hits. But it's, I mean, apparently it's coming to North America next year. So I recommend steering clear of it. But <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't like it. Your review is a big no, a big fat no. Eugene and I were like laughing our asses off, like at it. <laughs> You know, not with it. Yeah, yeah. But um, honestly, the whole audience was laughing that way. Like, imagine like someone <laughs> kneeling down to propose and then like, hit me baby one more time starts <laughs> playing and everyone breaks out into song. It was very bad. I would, br- I would break out into song as well. That's just theater, I guess, is what I described. Like, that's just how musicals work. It literally is, yeah. That's how musical theater operates. It leaned really heavily on like, Roar by Katy Perry, which was a bit cringe. Mm-hmm. He wrote that? Yeah. True. And also, um, can't feel my face. The weekend it was a bit random. A bit yeah, random. That's a random yeah. selection of yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a bit random selection of Max Martin songs. You can make it a bit more cohesive. I mean, honestly, it was heavy on the Backstreet Boys too, which was also not really my vibe. But yeah. so that's culture in 2021. That was theater. I didn't see any theater, but for me, culture 21 was mostly TV. I guess for most people, I think so. TV shows that I enjoyed this year. I'm just going to jump ahead and talk about TV shows I enjoyed. At the top of my head, The Housewives kind of saved my life. Again, another year, second year in a row where The Housewives, specifically Potomac, saved my life. Mm. The ladies are just so witty and funny and smart. And the reunion with Nikki was so perfect. So yeah, another great year of Potomac. A great year of Beverly Hills. Awful year of New York, as everyone knows. Yeah. And then you only watched the road, the not road trip, the girls trip. Ultimate girls trip, yeah, that's the only one I watched this year. Other than, I guess Beverly Hills, but Ultimate girls trip was just cute. It was like pure fan service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, yeah. I really liked it. It really felt yeah. good. It was like zero fourth wall. Yeah, fourth wall crumbled. They were all talking about their shows and their seasons and their cast members, and really interesting. There's literally a a part where Ramona is like explicitly says like I'm breaking the fourth wall. Oh, does she? Yeah. Oh, that they stayed breaking the fourth wall. They were like, oh, on my show, like, no one respects yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Teresa was like, in my show, everyone was always against me. Literally, yeah. yeah. I really liked her in the end, Teresa. Yeah. Teresa. <laughs> Not Teresa. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> Teresa. So, well, Teresa, like, ages her by, like, two decades. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> uh, like, changes her race or something. Yeah. <laughs> Makes her French fully. <laughs> Yeah, the Housewives was good this year. I'm trying to think. I honestly should have made a list about this. I made a list for music, but not for like TV. Oh, don't even worry about music. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. But yeah, I watched that. I mostly watch reality TV. I watch Drag Race again every year. I'm like, this is my last year of this shit, but I just keep watching it. I'm watching WandaVision right now. Oh, no way. Yeah, people like that yeah. show. People who don't it's like okay. Marvel stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's definitely the best Marvel shit, but it's not like the best show I've seen in my life. If you like WandaVision, like aesthetically, you should probably watch the Spider-Verse cartoon movie. Oh, true. It's basically that. I guess multiverses are really in, aren't they? Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, they're so in. I mean, even the Housewives are doing it now. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
Housewife verse. <laughs> they like ran out of stories to tell with the Avengers, so they had to just like expand the universe into a multiverse. Well, they didn't. They just they literally just killed everyone. So yeah, they literally didn't. Time for a new universe. That's what I always say. I mean, that's what I oh, say no. every day. Honestly, I wish. Every morning I wake up hoping there's a new timeline, but no, it's still the same. <sighs> okay, you know what I, I think we both like too? Um, the White Lotus. Oh, of course. Yeah, great point. That was a great show. Really good show, yeah. Honestly, it one of the only good shows. One of the, one of the only shows. <laughs> one of the only shows. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. I really like the pacing of it. It just really felt exhilarating in a way that TV hadn't in a bit because everything's so fucking boring. It was just good. It was solid. Um, then there was Nine Perfect Strangers, which is like the opposite of solid. It made no sense. <laughs> and it aired at the same time, too. So everyone was like clowning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as they should have because it was just... I feel like it gave up on TV around then. Nine Perfect yeah. Strangers. Because I think both shows, I don't know about Nine Perfect Strangers, but I, I think I've read that it's also like a class critique or something. Yeah, they're like out of resort. Yeah. I mean, they just well, had to, this for yeah. COVID reasons, I guess, keep the yeah. set small. But yeah. I also watched Colton. What is that even <laughs> called? Coming Out Colton. Coming out Colton, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm like not a bachelor head. Like, I, yeah. I don't touch the stuff really. Me either, actually. But that show is literally an ex bachelor. Mm-hmm. comes out as gay every episode he comes out to three new people <laughs> that's so staged that's, that's what it is that's what the that's show like is. homophobic actually that's like literally making fun of of gay people essentially <laughs> essentially yeah <laughs> it's like setting us back he like comes out to his his like bestie and then his mom and then his dad that's the cliffhanger is there like an awkward one? Oh, they're all awkward i mean towards the <laughs> towards the end he's finally like getting the hang of it i've only seen three right. episodes but Oh but no God. one was like, oh, I hate you, faggot. No. 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 No, no, no. No, I mean, literally, there were cameras there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. You never know, yeah. <laughs> if Millie like, Bobby Brown was around, she would have had some words have to it. say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like his coach was, um, he was, he had some thoughts that he didn't say, but yeah. Oh, really? I think so, yeah. Because Colton was like, oh, the locker room was really toxic. And he was yeah. like, okay. You mean hot? I mean, yeah. you're, li- <laughs> you're literally in a room with really hot naked guys? Yeah, fellas. Yeah, is that, is that what toxic is? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm being mean. Speaking of Netflix, another show I watched. Now I'm really just naming shows, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Selling Sunset. Of course, yeah. Which made a huge splash this year. I feel like even more than last year. Every year, it seems like the biggest thing... In yeah, the world. like the world stops for it, and I keep walking. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you've never watched it. Yeah, you keep walking. I've, I've never, I've never watched it. Yeah, I don't know why. I will say it's a great show, and I love it. But I will say that as you are very well versed in like Bravo shows, so I don't think yeah. you would enjoy Selling Sunset. Is like a bad Bravo show. Yeah, it's really good for Netflix, but if you compare it to any Housewives, it's like not. No. Yeah, Since, people are always saying like, "Oh my god, it's insane," and I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> is it insane <laughs> yeah no it's not. like i've been watching housewives for what eight years i know it's insane okay <laughs> you literally watched this this season two of housewives beverly hills where someone literally kills themselves at the end of the episode literally. Of the season. Yeah. people stayed killing themselves for a second there yeah <laughs> damn people stay killing you heard it here first i bet love island too <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that so actually. much death so much death Oh, that's sad. Uh, um, 
It's like that Wendy clip. That <laughs> Wendy clip. It's like, oh, she she died. Oh, oh. Anyways, <laughs> I can't think of. Okay, the only other show that I remember, and then we can move on from TV, is Mayor of Easttown. Oh, really? Did you watch that? Mm, yeah, I no. watched that shit. It was like a murder mystery. It was like peak grim. I like peak couldn't grim, watch yeah. it. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do it. Like the color palette was depressing. This the the settings were just like the crepid Philadelphia buildings. It was just all pretty bleak. Yeah, but I like murder mystery, so I really enjoyed it. I do like a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh wait, last one, last one. I promise. Okay. How to with John Wilson, which I only started watching like yesterday or like a, oh. two weeks ago. Really, really iconic. I love it. Heard of it? Yeah, I should watch yeah. that. Yeah, you should watch it. It's like a, a guy, autistic guy, walks around New York and just like films everything he sees, and then he like edits it together. Really funny. Like the comedy is in how he edits the images with what he's narrating. I'm into it. I'm looking at him now. He looks like a hipster, which I relate to. And he is autistic, so you relate to that too. I do relate to that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. We're relating. I'm relating actively. I'm relating at this moment. I'm being related to... The truth is, my favorite show of the year is a British show on Channel 4 called Gogglebox. Okay. And Elaborate. whenever I talk about the show to like an American or a North American, they're like, oh, it sounds dark-sided. And I'm like, honestly, it's like the most joyful show I've seen. And it's hilarious too. It's, what is it about? It's called Gogglebox. It's the show where people watch TV and you watch them watching it. Have mm-hmm. you heard of it? Has does that ring a no. bell? I've seen format like shows with similar formats where like people go on dates and then they're watching the dates and you see them watch the dates kind of vibes. But I don't sure. know. If that's, or yeah, like yeah. Terrence House, Terrace House, where they like Yeah. It is yeah. like that part of Terrace House. Yes, exactly. Okay, right. So if you like that part of Terrace House, basically it's weekly, but it's um the past week's TV. It'll be like Oh, that's right? cool. It's like it kind of keeps you up to date in a funny right. way. If they're funny... And they're all funny, because, mm-hmm. you know, they're all just, like... Like, there's, like, a few married couples. There's, like, some gay guys. There's, like, brother and sister. There's, like, a whole family mm-hmm. sitting on one couch. And, yeah, they're all they're all pretty funny. Is it, like, supposed to be common people, or is there, like, profession, professional comedians? No, no, it's normal people. And it's the True. same people from across the country every week. So you get to know mm-hmm. them. And it's just, like, it's just nice, you know? Especially because, like, I don't want to watch Netflix's You. I don't want to watch You on Netflix. (laughs) So, like, they'll watch it for me. Oh, and then they, like, critique it? Yeah. They'll, like, you know, they'll, like, aw, and they'll, like, gasp, and they'll, like, laugh, and, you know, whatever. But they're funny, too. It's it's a good show, and it saves me time, which honestly feels valuable at this point, so. I honestly kind of love that format. Every show that I've watched that has that format of someone else watching the show with me, I Ugh. crack up. Hilarious. Like comedy peaks with that format. Honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a show on Hey You called Dating No Filter that if you ever feel like you're really bored and want to kill a couple of, a couple of brain cells, I highly recommend. It's like people dating and then people watching them date. But the comedians are really funny. Yeah. So that's TV. That's TV, yeah. That's TV done and dusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Shows that I disliked, uh, Squid Game, really underwhelming to me. Mm, too scary, didn't watch. Too, yeah, the the violence was like just like so grim and morbid. Like, who yeah. enjoys this shit? And Succession was bad up to... The last episode was really good, but uh, leading up to that, it was so bad, I thought. I heard that too, yeah. yeah. That's what I hear. <laughs> so, the catch-up. What's next? I just have to brag quickly that I did mm. end up seeing Caroline Polajek in concert in London. Oh, yeah. And it was so, so good. 
Would you say it was your favorite concert of the year? Perhaps the only one? Well, I saw her, but I also saw Pink Panthers. Oh. Not everyone can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that every gay guy in London can and will say that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe they will say it, but is it true? I was there. There's no way of telling it. Those tickets were hard to get to. Only if they get the Polachek, um strain. <laughs> it was um, great, you know? Mm-hmm. Two great shows. Which one was better if you had to choose? Totally different. Because Car- like Caroline, it was like going to church. Like the way oh, she sure. filled those halls with her voice. With her crazy. yodeling voice. Honestly, bizarre. How she I love her, honestly. She's an icon. Makes that clap, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she makes what clap? Those vocal cords. <laughs> those vocal cords. <laughs> she Goodbye. Those clap, honestly. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello. It was amazing. (laughs) Like, she sounded so fucking amazing. True. And Breathless was, like, the song of the year for me, despite it coming out last December. So everyone was as excited to hear it as I was. It was just great. How was that French girl that opened for... Oh, yeah, Oakloo. She was good. Thanks for pronouncing it. She sounded pretty good. Um, I discovered her album this year, and I really liked it. Vocally, she was good, but, like, I don't know. I noticed the venue, like, rattling a lot during her... um, during her set, oh. like every time she had like press a note, it would like resonate in this really bad way. Okay. So it wasn't like as delicate as I was hoping it was going to sound, if you know what I mean. But yeah, she sounded good vocally. But yeah, good for them. Good for Pink Panther. Two good shows. Oh yeah, and Pink Panthers was like a baby, but like so on top of it, mm-hmm. controlling the crowd. Um, started Pain with Sweet Female Attitude, Flowers, which is a sample from it. And True. literally no one in the audience knew it. She like rolled her eyes a bit. <laughs> she was I like, funny. you love this song. Yeah, she was like, oh, you know this one. And then like no one knew this one. <laughs> I thought this was big in Germany. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Guys. Oh my God, speaking of that, what you just said, I thought mm. the song was fucking big in Germany. That's a Charlie XDX clip, obviously. But Charlie's set on SNL got canceled. Oh yeah, I feel sad for her. She has bad luck, I feel like. She Charlie XCX has bad luck. It's true. Yeah. I don't know what specifically I'm referring to, but I feel like I've seen this happen before. Yeah, I know. Doesn't it feel like deja vu? We've like been here. Yeah. I guess just like her songs never charting. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I think we I still mean, don't know what she was going to perform. She was going to do that one with Christina, the Queens, and Caroline. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming good ones, no? What? Oh, obviously. And I'm good assuming ones. good ones. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I guess Good Ones was like a decent single of the year. Honestly, I didn't like it. Let's go, yeah, let's get into music maybe. I don't know, but I'm just going to talk about Good Ones because I personally never got hooked into it. I saw it I saw it on a lot of lists too. Mm, really? Like, along with Montero. But it was always like number 30, you know? It never was like top 10. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like what you said. Like it was a, a, a not, you didn't say decent, but it was like a good, a good single that was there this year. That was there. I feel like yeah. most singles were there this year. <laughs> Just barely hanging on to like relevance. Yeah. No, I liked it. I listened to it a lot for a minute and then I literally, True. I haven't touched it since. Yeah, I haven't touched it kind of since it came out. Yeah, Charlie. Hmm. Have you touched New Shapes? Have I touched New Shapes? Barely. Yeah, barely. I, it really didn't click with me. Me either. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, right? It's like not yeah. enough. Like not enough lyrics. Like literally just sing more. Not enough song, it feels like. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, where where is the song? Not even in length terms, in terms of just like, what? Yeah, I know. 
I'm being really eloquent about it, but I think you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. what? No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why um, Bunny is a Rider by Caroline Polchek mm-hmm. did so well on the list this year because it is a full yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine that being a compliment. The, it is a full yeah, song. The, the bar is like, <laughs> honestly, on the floor. Okay, so let's talk about Bunny as a Rider because, yeah, it is in a lot of songs. Famously, some people were mad about it being number one in Pitchfork. Yeah, biggest song of the year, according to Pitchfork. I personally really like that song, honestly. And when yeah. we discussed it here, we were both really positive. And since I've only only listened to it more and liked it more. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I don't know why people, I mean, sure, it's not like a 10-minute ballad and uh, super technically amazing, but it's a fun song. Yeah, it's, it's not very abstract, is it? I mean, like, lyrically, yeah. it actually weirdly is abstract, but yeah. it's hard because it's this artist, Caroline Polachek and Danielle Harrell, <laughs> making what's really like a kind of a simple pop song, but that, yeah. as we know, is not as simple as it seems. No, exactly. No, I think it's, yeah, exactly. It, it's impressive to make something seem simple like that. Yeah. I don't think it's that simple, yeah. And like that whistle, like, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it really sounds, the whole thing is just good. It's a hook. The whistle is a hook, and yeah. hooks are so missing this year. Yes. 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 Yeah, so I like Bunny as a writer, um, and I'm happy for her. We stand Carolyn. Did she play it at the concert? Absolutely, yeah, she played it. I mean, she played everything I wanted to hear. Did she dance to Bunny? Yes. Did she do her um, hot, so hot that it's hurting my feelings dance? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Cute. I don't think she's legally allowed not to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's going to be like 80 in her yeah. stuff trying to do that shit. Should we talk about like songs that we've seen on lists or songs that we personally liked? Yeah. Why don't you start? What did you like this year? So I listened to the most, obviously, Lana. Two albums in one year. So there's a lot of it to listen to. And you were eating. Yeah, I was eating. Uh, we were fit. we were so fit this year. But I, I don't know. I really like Blue Bannisters a lot. And I still listen to it like daily. I really like Black Bathing Suit. I really like Dealer. I feel like this like the album sounds really rough around the edges in a way that Lana never does because her production is always so like cinematic and like it has to be like perfect. This one was kind of more like you can tell that she made it in less time and that it was like less effort. Mm. But I think that's a good thing. It made it seem more like this is like this is how real people make music. This is like how indie musicians would make an album, you know? Like right. more like, yeah. So I kind of see I like seeing that other side of her. I really I really vibed with both albums, but mostly Blue Bannisters. Mm-hmm. It got a bit of recognition in the lists. Weirdly, I thought no one was going to give her anything because um politics and shit, but some people right. did like it. Oh, I'm like I've listened to so much Jack Antonoff produced shit in the past week and I mm. haven't listened to those. So don't hate me. Well, the second one, the second one wasn't Jack. Blue Bannisters. She fired the faggot, yeah. Of course, yeah. Well, I don't know if you remember, but the last episode we recorded, we were like, basically, the whole time we talked about a rumor, not even like a factual thing, but the whole episode <laughs> was us talking about how Lana Del Rey and Lord were fighting with like no evidence of it. Oh my <laughs> God. I love that for us. <laughs> I love that for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about Lord? I don't. This is a weird segue, but you were listening to Lord earlier, and one of the biggest like music stories of the year was basically Lord flopping for the first time in her career. Yeah, I. Yeah, honestly, she seemed grumpy on that album. <laughs> she was just like she was in a bad mood. Like the third word on the entire album is OxyContin. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she just like wasn't having a good time. Yeah, I agree with that actually. She was just kind of like a sourpuss. She was giving Cynthia an awesome girls trip. Like, she just like couldn't <laughs> stop out of it. The Lordy Q. Yeah, the Lordy Q. <laughs> the Lordy Bowl. 
No, I totally agree with you. Well, I think we talked about this album, but uh, yeah, I think it's it's an album that is supposed to be sunny and like, you know, happy. But for me, it was the vocals were a bit too like dark and like abstract. But I think that what you're saying also makes sense. It's like, yeah, in, in the lyrics, you don't see like this, like, I don't know. Yeah, in the music either, you don't see this like lightness and sunniness that it's supposed to evoke. There were moments though, like I was, mm -hmm. I found myself surprised upon listening to it for the first time through. Like there were some moments. We both love California, famously. I did like California, and especially comparing it to the Claro album, album that yeah. I also listened to recently. Like, what did you think of that one? So dreary. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know what she was thinking, honestly. <laughs> it's it sounded, much. It sounded like a Christmas album. It was giving like half of it was Steely Dan, half of it was like <laughs> Christmas Carol, and it came out in July. Yeah, yeah. I see that Steely Dan because I feel like that's what Jack Antonoff is sort of like going into now. You're right. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, to me, it seems like he's just so, per not particular, but his production is very labored or very, like, he works, you can tell that he works a lot. And that's like Steely Dan. It's like, the music yeah. always sounds very like, oh, someone engineered the head of this. So engineered, yeah. Yeah. One of the bonus tracks I liked was Hold No Grudge. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. I haven't listened um, to it, but I believe you. Oceanic Feeling, and then Secrets from a Girl, I fucking love, also. Oh, that's, yeah. I thought you were talking about Claire. That's Lord, right? That's that's all, Lord. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. have a favorite from Claro, honestly. It wasn't for me. <laughs> when the sh when the album ended, that was your favorite track. <laughs> I listened to Claro, but this was like probably back in October, and I had a similar feeling of like I played it and then it ended, and I didn't even know what happened in between. Like really, really grim. Yeah, it's like a winter album based on the cover art, and it came out in the middle yeah, of the summer. So yeah, and like musically too, right? Musically, it sounds yeah. like cold a bit, I feel like. She was fully like in a cottage, like recording that in the dead of winter, yeah. Yeah, for I sure. Reckon. That was another big music news story this year, was sort of like the critical downfall of Jack Antonoff. Mm. And by critical, I mean like gay guys. Yeah, people tweeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because he like probably won is going to win a Grammy next year or something. But yeah, the gay guys gave up on Jack. And it affected a lot of the female musicians he works with. Like, I think, I personally think the St. Vincent, Vincent album was good. Really good. Okay. And the Jack hate train affected the critical reception of that album. I, it's, it's my opinion. That makes sense, yeah. Same with Lord. Like, obviously, we, we don't like the album, but I think that part of it was Jack. Mm. Part of it was, like, people just are really tired of seeing his face everywhere. Well, honestly, I think the best part of the album was his production. So I don't know if there was much of an that. album beyond that, really. I agree with that. Yeah. Because I think the worst parts about Solar Power are the vocals. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Robin saves the day on um, yeah. Secrets of a Girl. That Swedish bitch. Oh, she's so good. We love her. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Comes so, in with yeah. her spoken word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, music, Jack falls off. And drags Lord Claro and St. Vincent with him. Wow. I mean, yeah. he's he's going nowhere, but yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Honestly, something happened last week that was exciting for once. Do you know what I'm going to say? Um, last week? Nothing came out last week. Adele? No, I don't know what that happened. Oh my god, Adele? We haven't even mentioned. Yeah, that was a flop too. She is falling off also in real time. Well, no, it's everywhere. Like in the lists... Everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. When I say the lists, it sounds like this abstract thing, but yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it being praised. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you got Best New Music Pitchfork. gave The overexposure, though, like, yeah, yeah. people are seeing through that, for sure. For sure. And she, like, 
outwardly stated that she doesn't watch reality TV, which is like, what are you saying that for? You yeah, know? literally, your all, all of your fan base is like addicted to reality TV. And there was literally a blind item that said she does actually watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think for me, I mean, I've always I like Adele, and I like that her personality. She's funny, blah blah. But for me, it it all just felt a bit too much when they did that like really staged um, thing where she's doing like a show in London, and then her English teacher from high school or something yeah. shows up, and it's supposed to be like uh, maybe it was a surprise to her. I don't know, but the whole thing just seems so like. At that point, I'm like, right, how much of what we see Adele being cutesy and funny is like a really staged moment? I know. Probably a lot of it, honestly. It's like Jennifer Lawrence territory where she sort of turned the tides against her by just being too relatable. Literally, yeah. It's almost like it's becoming almost like Ellen DeGeneres, isn't it? Like it's almost like getting dark-sided with Adele. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I think it's not yet like mainstream. I think that's like your perception because i think oh, she, um, people still love her yeah. really yeah right. i think so i don't know well go easy i mean <laughs> Bitch, shut the but <laughs> okay but no back to what i was saying i am so happy about this one weird little trick and that is bad gal oh I, yeah <laughs> i feel like she's bad i feel like she's fucking bad um, she never left no, she did leave she did leave yeah she slammed the door on her face and it's like <laughs> she left with no return ticket she was not making music for us until last week so these songs have been out or at least most of them have been but she released three songs on an ep called sound system subtitle the final releases what do you think that's about um i'm gonna choose not to read too far into that because if she's in her career i might have to and the chat right now. <laughs> and your career as a human being. I don't know. I don't think she would end her career so early. But like, imagine retiring on Jacaranda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the royalties are quite good enough to do that. But. Anyways, yeah, there are three songs. Nueva York, Sue Peita, and Slim Thick. That's the new one that came out. Oh, they're all like full. The first one is really good. They're all so good. Yeah, Nueva York is great. Yeah. Um, I was like working out to them today and I was like, you know what? I wanted a bop and I got three. <laughs> and um, Flow 2000 was fine. It was like her best in a while. But then these three, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy, mm-hmm. you know? She had an album this year I'm looking at right now. You're looking at it. Allegedly it happened. Yeah. Uh, literally, when did this happen? This didn't happen in my reality. This is like giving Mandela effect. Warm up? Yeah. This was not released in my reality. Yeah, I listened to these. I remember I remember listening to Blin Blin. Yeah. I think for yeah. the podcast, but I never saw this album come out. Yeah, it just like wasn't um I don't know. It's not what I wanted from her. I don't like the cover of it. No, exactly. That's not her. She's like on a golden like Literally. bed. It's given like Billie Eilish. Oh my god, yeah, it is. Blonde hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you have a blonde hair to me, it's giving Billie Eilish. It's giving Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> who also had an album in 2021 that's so true bestie that's <laughs> <laughs> i just stated a fact and you yeah. cannot deny the fact that billy eilish released an album titled <laughs> happier than ever in the year 2021 an album that i thoroughly enjoyed actually way more than i thought i would i am a huge billy stan i think she's a great musician hmm. um what else can i say all of that okay happier than ever i am adding that to my list we should make a playlist after this actually we should, yeah, of our faves like, of the year. Yeah, yeah, for the listener. Happier Than Ever had like a similar trajectory to Lord's album, like a 
a lot of expectations, a bit of mm. a letdown for people when it came out. But right. I think it's going to age well. I think it's an album that's going to age well and people are going to be like, oh, why did we hate this so much? No, no one hated it, but it just wasn't... People were expecting it to be like the biggest album because she was so huge, but I don't know. I think like seasonality is weirdly underlooked at when mm-hmm. albums are released lately. Like, TT. Yeah, I mean like... I don't know. Maybe people just weren't in the mood. You're right. You're right. Because this is a winter album that was released in the summer. Again. Like, same issue. Literally. Lords was a summer album that was released at the end of summer. So people consumed it when it was getting cold, when the whole thing was supposed to be about the sun. Right. So yeah, seasonality is important. Um, I'm like looking through my liked songs to see if there's anything else worth mentioning. Oh, wait. I had a list. Let me pull it up. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Tinasha bouncing. I still love that song. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. One of my favorite singles. <gasps> you know, this, this, you're going to really agree with me. Okay. Maybe not the song, but the artist, Danny El Haro. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which song? On a Mountain for me? Yeah. 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 Right. For me, it was um, Take My Heart Away. That was my number three most played on Spotify. Oh, true. For what me, was your most played? It was Breathless by Caroline. Oh, really? True. Oh, wait. Fuck. I forget my second. Mine was, my number one was Sex Dreams by Lady Gaga. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's insane. I think it's because when we were, well, we did the art pop episode. Um, oh my Lord. And then I get really hooked on that song. But then I was really shocked to see that. I think it's just because I don't, when I'm working, I use my laptop and I use YouTube. Oh. So my theory is that all of my favorite songs on Spotify are songs that I listened to before my foot injury when I was actually using Spotify outside. Oh my god. Otherwise, I don't know why the fuck Sex Dreams is my number one song. Hilarious. <laughs> Gay Siren activated. Yeah. I refused to share my shit because I was like, this is way too embarrassing. I'm not gonna. Okay, so actually, number one for me was All Along by Rochelle Jordan, oh, which true. only I liked, it seems. And then Breathless by Caroline, and then Take My Heart Away by Daniel Haro. True. That's a good, that's a pretty good solid selection. Nothing to be embarrassed about. I agree. Yeah. Just like solid songs, you know, yeah. with beginnings, middles, and ends, <laughs> which is something I would urge Charlie XCX to consider going forward. <laughs> with verses, choruses, and bridges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My list is a bit insane. It's Sex Dreams and Blue by You by Roy Orbison, then oh. Itty Bitty Piggy. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> and then Bunny's a writer, actually, really. Oh yeah, that's probably on mine at some point, too. I'm just going to list songs that I liked and then I'll add them to them. We are going to add all of this. Oh, I loved Arcus. I'd never listened to all of the kick, the kick, whatever, because there's too many of them. Oh, yeah. But kick two, that was really like reggaeton, has some really amazing tracks. And I loved Rakata. Mm-hmm. Really good. I loved Carol G's album. I loved... <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> I loved um, Brie Runway, Hot Hot. It's a song that I love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved, I have Saint Etienne Penlop. It's a song that I love. Mm-hmm. I love, it's a love story. Tranky is the one that I have here. Yeah. Dean Blunt, The Rut. I think that's it. That's all that's worth mentioning. That's a solid little list. Yeah. And you know what was a burnt, like a slow burner for me? Erica, Erica the Cassier. Yes. It came out and I was not into it. I was mm-hmm. not into it, I have to admit. It just didn't didn't have enough hooks for me. It just didn't, whatever. And then recently, I started listening to Make My Day. Mm. And I think that song kind of got me back into understanding the Erica multiverse. Yeah, and again, it was like maybe the wrong tempo for the moment. But yeah, that, has, that album has felt good since. Mm-hmm. Busy is great. Yeah. 
Thank you for bringing all those people up. I also really enjoyed Unique this year. U N I I Q U three. Just to clarify, mm-hmm. <laughs> one disappointing. We can talk about like flops too. If oh, you yeah. want to be like, if you want to be mean. But for me, a huge disappointment was Tirza Color Grade. Oh, let's talk about that. What do you think? <laughs> you know that you know that TikToker that is like, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that. Saying yes to something that I actually don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, I know it in that I'm hearing you saying it now. Right. Let's talk about it. <laughs> this is like a fashion TikTok being like, so what's up with Louis Vuitton? Let's talk about it. So, <laughs> let's talk about Teresa. Yeah, I thought it was very, very disappointing. We're huge stands. I feel like yeah. throughout the pod, we're, all we've done is praise her. Yeah. Um, and then look at us with egg on our face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It was just... What was the problem for me? Too experimental, maybe. It was which so is like, abstract and like yeah. industrial. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like a local opinion to have, but it's it's not because if it was an album from I don't know, like John Cage, sure, but it's fucking Teresa. Like she's not. To me, it didn't seem like oh, she's like exploring these more experimental sounds. To me, it seems like oh, the songs are just not as good. I know. That's how, yeah, yeah, that's how it felt to me. Like the bones of the song weren't there. Like I think it could have been balanced better somehow, maybe. But yeah, it's disappointing because. I pretty much made it through the whole album thinking of it positively. And then by the end, I was like, actually, that wasn't that fun to listen to. Mm. And it doesn't have to be fun all the time. But like, I didn't just, I just didn't get much out of it. Like, do you remember when American Oxygen came out by Rihanna? And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, it sounds like there's a washing machine on in the background. That's kind of what Color Grade sounded like. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of literal, like, white noise yeah. in use, you know? Yeah, it's awkward. That's the only way I could, like, I don't remember it, but I remember thinking that it felt awkward to listen to. Like, it was, just didn't flow properly or something. I don't know. But um, you said earlier that the Doja album was good. And honestly, I, I love Doja Cat. Planet Her, the songs yeah. are simple, but like, she's a voice actress. Like, she's so hilarious all the time. Right? She yeah. can do anything. Yeah. And she's like very Nikki in the sense that she has like a thousand voices that she raps with. She makes it really versatile. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, it, it's it's hard to be like, um... A rapper in the sense that I think it's hard to achieve versatility yeah. with that, but she does it really well. Like someone like Meg, I think Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. we've critiqued a lot because all her flows sound the same and they still do to me. They do, yeah. And I think Doja's really good at not having that issue, mostly because she also sings, but Planet Her was great. I think she, this kind of like, just like, is her way of proving that she's going to, like, she's here to stay for a bit. Yeah, I agree. Because like her last album was huge. This one was big, not as big, but it was it was a great pop. It was a great pop album. It's like, it didn't change music, but it was a great pop album. So we stand Doja. Another thing we've already mentioned, Lil Nas X. Like that album, it didn't do it for me. I liked Mm-mm. talking about gay fucking for once. That was nice. <laughs> I liked hearing about that. But for once. For once. <laughs> I mean, not on this podcast for once, but in pop music for once. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm like, this gay guy is telling me he just discovered gay sex? No. Not but um, I think the production, honestly, was the issue. And I don't know if Lil Nas X is that funny offline. It's also the issue. Yeah. Like, he's always been good at tweeting. We know that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, whenever I see an interview with him, I'm like, he is, he's got nothing going on. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. Actually, he gives me maybe it's the people he hangs out with, but he gives me just like California YouTuber whenever he, he gives speaks. me repressed gay guy. Like True. he really is like Colton from The Bachelor. <laughs> they should date. Okay, honestly, yes. 
First of all, that's going to happen. Yeah. I Honestly, fear. probably will. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's They've probably run in similar circles, actually. I know. Fuck. I'm scared. Well, I'm not. I never was a Lil Nas X fan. I never thought that that song was that good. Whole Town Road. Yeah. I did. But I appreciated her his presence in the culture. But yeah, yeah I maybe it's the contrarian in me. I thought Montero, the song, was way overrated, way overpraised. It's such a middling song. Like, it's not yeah. anything impressive to me at all. Lyrically, musically, I think people got seduced by the music video. Right. It was just like not, like, no. I think it was just like, it's very safe to love Lil Nas X. Like, politically, I think it makes a lot of sense to like him because he's like a gay guy of color. So it's like, oh, there's no, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, like, to me, he's the kind of person who, like, he got famous and no matter what he does, people are just going to praise him because it's safer to praise him than to say something bad about him. I mean, the next album will be what cinches it in one way or another, I think. Yeah, the real test. The sophomore slump. Because like the like gay guy goodwill, I think, will vanish. Yeah, you're right about that, yeah. For the second album. I listened to the album. Sorry, I listened to the album. There's one song I like, the Miley Cyrus collab. It's like a really cheesy ballad. But it's literally because of Miley Cyrus. It's like that voice. Oh, absolutely. Like Lil Nas X can't sing. Like that's, no, he can't. That's part of the reason why it's not similar to the Doja Cat album. It's because he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't have musical talent. Well, he can rap, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Say so by Doja Cat? <laughs> I would say so on MP3. <laughs> so you were saying you liked the St. Etienne album? Yes, I like that album a lot. Okay, I didn't listen to it. So that's on my list. Okay. Looking you right in the eye on my list. <laughs> um, Psycho Bodega, I didn't listen to. Romeo, I was like... Me either. I was like not in the mood, I guess. He kind of fell off culturally this year. I think the Goodwill. Yeah. Once he came out of straight, all the Goodwill he had. Like, the Goodwill down the Yeah. <laughs> and he's just getting a little bit corny. Like I'm even looking at his cover art now for Romeo and it's like this glowing girl on a couch. Calling yourself Romeo is something that like Bruno Mars would do. You know, like it's not... Mm. No. You're right. It's yeah. not giving cool. It's giving like mom. Yeah, it's not giving son. cool. Yeah, it's not giving cool. <laughs> it's taking cool away from the ether, actually, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> so one yeah. that I think also got I don't know, maybe I'm I, I'm definitely warped with like the, the people or like the things that I see online. It's not like the general mainstream consensus, but I feel like Shy Girl also had a bad year mm. in terms of people's perception of her. Right. You think? I think that whole crew suddenly started seeming less cool than they had been a few years ago. Hmm. And I think my proof of that is that there was a picture published earlier this year, posted on Twitter that was like, Charlie, uh, Sega, mm-hmm. Pink Panthers was there, a bunch of these like London scene singers. Yeah. And then all the captions were like, this is what, I don't know, like kids with trust funds look like, or this is what yeah, yeah, people yeah. were being like, Pink Panthers run away from these people, you know, like mm-hmm. I think that they there's like a bit of a, I don't know, whatever, let's move on. I don't know either, yeah, but I feel it. I feel it. Another thing I have to listen to is Summer Walker. I don't know why. She's just, like, slipped my mind completely. But she's very my speed. Yeah, I think you would like it. I listened to that album because everyone was praising it, and I liked it. Still over it. it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, people love that shit. Yeah, people love it. I don't love it, but I liked it. Gay guys randomly like R&B once in a blue moon, and they seem to like that album, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait. This is probably... Related to the last thing we were mentioning, but the Namasenda album, Unlimited Ammo, what did you think? Did you listen? Let me... That sounds so familiar. She had a good song called... Oh, yeah. Finish Him. 
but I only know Volvo. Someone posted Volvo, and I liked it. Volvo, okay. Like two with two Vs. Volvo. Maybe, um, maybe she's ahead of her time. Who can say? Yeah. But you know what? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ahead is the issue. Halsey was a huge disappointment for me, but uh, <laughs> I mean no, that's what Halsey. I get. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get for like having any hopes for that album. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be good. I mean, the producers she was working with were like great, but I think at the end of the day, it's just Halsey. Just Halsey, baby. Yeah. Um, Palmistry was a disappointment for me. I only liked really? Fuck a Deal, but the album was just like a bit boring for me. But you know, I feel like really my issue with the year was a lot of the culture was there; it existed, but I just mm-hmm. like I really connected with almost none of it. I had the same issue. I felt like when I look at all these lists, it feels so forced to me. Yeah, I'm like, did you guys really enjoy the song, or was the song just released? I know. Yeah. Does it exist, or do you <laughs> like it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Does it exist, and it's a like a, an artist that you've praised in the past, or yeah. do you actually like it? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I had a lot of issues like finding shit that I loved. Really. Yeah, I know. And now, like, all the movies are coming out at the exact same time, and I'm like, how mm-hmm. am I going to see these? First yeah, of all. Like, I really want to see Red Rocket, which is the new Sean Baker movie. Mm-hmm, we did um, Florida Project, one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. And the Tangerine before Florida? Tangerine, he did that too, yeah. Not as not as good in my opinion, but people... Whenever I say Florida Project, people do mention Tangerine, so I think it's like more famous somehow. I actually like, yeah, I like Tangerine more. Okay, yeah. That's just my disagreement of the name. that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the, correct, it's the correct opinion, but sure. <laughs> So movies, I don't know. Music, <laughs> so movies, films, culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movies, 2021. That's what I literally just Googled. Uh, movies. What <laughs> movies did I like? Oh, I love Dune, honestly. Let me just start with Shut that. Shut up. I loved, I loved, loved, loved Dune. I love okay, Benedetta. Straight, straight man alert. I liked Spencer. <laughs> I liked Spencer too. Things yeah. I hated, Zola. I really fucking hated Zola. And I feel like I'm being gaslit by everyone yeah. in the world. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's the least funny movie I've seen in my life. I, oh I don't my get it. Uh, I hated Zola. I didn't like Titan. I didn't like... Um, I think that's it. I don't know what else I watched. Spencer was a nice surprise, I thought. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Yeah, I liked it. Um, because it, it sounds like it could be such a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Kirsten Stewart, it's like pretty, like... It's not very realistic. Like, it's not based on a realism. There's a lot of, like crazy shit happening mm. like mental health wise yeah um, yeah and like hallucination vibes score like works. a horror movie it just works yeah, score like a horror movie but it actually works a lot yeah i really liked it i really really liked the movie is that my favorite movie movie of the year surely not what about did you watch uh pig i did not watch pig <laughs> it's certainly not the best movie of the year i, I threatened to watch pig so many times <laughs> yeah you did you did tell me you were going to i liked the bond movie i guess i don't know who knows? He dies. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Werner is going to come kill me. I don't even know who produces that shit. Oh, it's MGM. No, true. <laughs> it's MGM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, actually, actually. I, I like break my neck. <laughs> um, the Green Knight I liked. Did you watch that? Oh, The Green Knight. No, I never saw that either. Also threatened to see that. <laughs> the director that's like kind of gay, but he's really straight. Um, Wes Anderson. <laughs> Wes Anderson I didn't watch so I don't know if that's good French Dispatch yeah I didn't watch it either yeah a lot of middling content for sure yeah that's a I've seen people say that 2021 was a bad year for music I've seen that a lot actually yeah on I, Twitter that has to be the case that has to be the case for sure yeah like it's not yeah. just us you know no 
But it's interesting because it's like, I think 2020 was pretty good. So you'd expect, I yeah. would have expected 2020 to be worse because it was like when it was peak pandemic. Right. 2021, people had already had time to like go back to the studio and I don't know. Yeah. But I guess maybe people were suffering from something similar to what we were suffering. And by people, I mean like artists and musicians, maybe just were not very inspired because they couldn't leave the fucking house. And they just, mm -hmm. I guess you could. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, at this point, I'm saying shit. Who can say? Who can say? Who can say? But um, yeah, I don't know. Better luck next year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that sums it up, I think. That sums up the year, yeah. Yeah. We will be back at some point. Yes. You know, we're not going to take three months off again, but we'll be back. No, yeah. Um, we're going to do a little something on Patreon. We're just going with the flow. You know, we're going with the flow, yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Um, oh, you know what? We like that show. Not another show. What show? <laughs> I don't know why this just popped into my head. There was that show about gay guys in London that we both watched. Oh, it's a sin. Yeah, I think it's the only thing we both watched, so that's why I put it. Like, that's Such a good I point. Yeah. Such a good point. I really like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah, that's. In I think that's it for me. Good, a good summary of a very interesting year. Well, thanks for listening to us mm -hmm. for most of the year when we posted. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we'll see you soon. That was kind of fun. We have to do it again. I could get used to that. We should start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're so right, Bestie. <laughs> Okay, we're going to talk offline about starting a podcast and yeah. um, we'll tell you guys when we start making our podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.